I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents Don't Be Tardy with Kim Zolciak Bierman. You definitely don't want to be tardy to this party. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. It's time to turn it up and tune in. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Bierman. Corey just got so excited to hit the start button on this podcast. Our first one, everyone, welcome to Don't Be Tardy um, with me, Kim Zolciak Bierman. And tonight we actually have Croy Bierman as well. Say hi, love. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be here with my wife. I'm about to take a drink of my wine she just poured me. Everybody grab your solo cups, fill it up with some wine, and let's chitty chat. Um, I just want to give you a little bit of introduction about uh, kind of my goal for the podcast and what I'm going to be talking about and doing because I have a lot to say, as you guys all know. Um, It'll be things from, you know, just beauty tips and kind of tricks that I know and have been taught. Um... My hubby will be on here a lot with me because we love to chitty chat. We'll be talking about our parenting and because there are some things that we definitely uh, struggle on, or at least I do, because I'm the yes parent and he's the no parent. So it's kind of funny. We'll talk about that. Um, just kind of, and I'll help coach you guys to get to a positive place, mind frame, position in your mind, you know, kind of your thought process, to how to how to ask, believe, and receive, and kind of all that I've learned um, over the last, I guess, it's probably now been about 17 or 18 years that I've really studied kind of the ask, believe, receive um, mind frame. What's, I would say your whole adult lifehood, right? You're, you're, yeah, since I was about 22 years yeah. old, I, I met somebody that's um, taught me all that I've kind of known and has continued to teach me, so. That's a lot of years of experience, 18 years. Yeah, it works. Works, you guys. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I have a lot of things that I've dreamed of, and um, we'll go and talk all about that and how to how to kind of pull yourself out of a rut because that's kind of what put me in the position to learn this motto, anyways, um, and seek out some kind of spiritual counselor back when I was pregnant with Ariana. So this will be really fun. I'm really yeah. excited. I think one of the cool things too that I discovered, and we'll we'll touch on that way way more, but everybody has it in them. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's in everybody, the, the, the positivity and the, the ability to manifest and the ability to create, uh, the life that you want. I know that you guys, people don't tap into it. I feel like, you know, like they, and they get, well, they so don't know down, how to, they, right? or they get, they get yeah. stuck in something or they get in a rut. And, uh, but I know everybody in this world has it in them as, as human beings to, to manifest and create anything that you want. We just sometimes don't even know or realize it, you know, just because we get stuck. And that was so cool when I started to really kind of learn and you taught me so many things was, was that everybody has it. You just gotta, you gotta focus on it. And you really, I don't even know that it, it doesn't really, you know what? You don't really have to focus on it. You just have to ask for what you want, believe you'll get it 
and you receive it. And it's, it's a lot easier said than done. People say, but there's a lot that goes behind that statement. And, you know, believing that you're going to get it means letting it go. You can't, you know, fear. And that's what I'm going to talk about in this podcast um, to get us going is fear because a lot of the reason why people are not able to tap into the ask, believe, receive um, mind frame is because of fear. So today we're going to talk about that. Um, and well, you know, there's lots of things that we have to talk about. Brielle's going to join us at different points throughout the podcast. We're going to have other guests. Like I'm so excited. Excited to um, be doing this, you guys. Um, I'm doing it from my house. It's all set up in my salon. Corey and I are across from each other. I'll have to post a picture on um, Instagram so you guys can see how cute we look across from each other. And we realized doing this podcast at this table um, kind of you can hear every little movement. So my solo cup on it um, kind of makes it difficult. So now we're using the kitties, the twins, little uh, rubber floor on top of the table. And it's like pieced <laughs> together. And my husband's a genius. It's so. colorful. It's going to. It's very colorful yes. and bright. So yes. anyhow. OK, you guys. So what should we start with, Croy? Well, let's tell them. So we're going to kind of we're going to break this up into a segmented show. Uh, so we're going to have lots and lots of different fun segments uh, in the beginning. I feel like we're going to we're going to talk about family. There's going to be like a family segment uh, that Kim mm-hmm. and I where we can discuss what happened with us maybe in the week we can maybe then touch something about this week has been a doozy this past weekend you guys we'll get into that yep uh we can maybe touch about something specific on how we parent or or what we're going through and kind of relate that to everybody um we're also going to talk about uh maybe kim's thoughts on a on a hot topic of the week or a topic that is happening in the news with somebody we're going to have uh, the positive segment where we dive into Kim's motto of ask, <laughs> believe, receive, and how she uh, has manifested and created this amazing life. <laughs> and uh, right. uh, we're going to start out maybe with some games. Uh, Corey's really into this game thing. Yeah. The other day he was in the kitchen. He starts like, what do you think about when you hear the word blue? And I'm like, the sky. Like, what is wrong with you? And so like throughout the day. And then he's like, I think this would be really fun for the podcast. So we're going to be doing like a game as well, yeah. which I think is really cute yeah. and fun. Word association game. Yep. That's Corey's idea, you guys. Let yep. me know. Yep. Um, I definitely want to hear your thoughts, your feedback on the podcast, what you want, what you're looking for. You guys uh, leave a review. I'm going to be reading on. So we can have the best podcast that we could possibly have. So we'll be looking for that feedback from yeah. you guys. And we really want to engage with our fans. And our- I definitely make that a, a point um, at least three times a day to respond to you guys as much as I can on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, because I really do appreciate you guys. And you have questions. What are you wearing? Or, you know, what kind of hairspray do you like? Or what color nail polish is that? So. Nothing irritates me more than not being able to find the pair of glasses that Kim Kardashian wore last night. If I cannot find them, I, I'm so mad. So I try not to make you guys or have you know have you guys feel that same way because I'll be googling like Kim Kardashian's glasses. So I try to try to come up and you know answer the questions or I try to answer the questions for you guys a lot on Instagram so that you can not have to search like crazy to figure it out. Right. So, but we're going to, we're going to really work on some ways that we can interact with you guys through this podcast. We're going to do maybe some Q and A's. We'll really be interactive on Kim's social media. Uh, we'll do some, you know, some questions or we can do some segment ideas. We might do some giveaways, you know, with some contests. So it's really going to be a fun way that we can, uh, interact with you guys. We might do a, a Skype call in with a random guest, you know, all these fun things that we're going to try to uh, incorporate with our fans and, and really, uh, have a, have a close relationship with you guys and, and make this, super you know informative fun and 
a way to engage with you guys even even on a deeper, more uh, personal level, level yeah. personal level, you know? So Okay, you guys, I get asked all the time, what is my secret? How do I stay so fit? And I'm going to share a little secret with you. It's called Daily Burn. Daily Burn is a fitness program that you can stick with, get results with. It's the world's leading provider of an on-demand video workout program that you can do at home or anywhere with just a connected device. It takes less time than going to the gym, which I really don't have time for, as you guys know, costs way less than these fancy exercise gadgets and requires little to no equipment whatsoever. They have tons of different workouts, over a thousand different workouts, cardio, yoga, kickboxing, dance, and so much more. They stream a new live workout video every day so you never get bored, which you all know I get bored real easy. And if you need a little extra motivation, they also have an active online community where you can share your fitness journey and connect with daily burn trainers and members just like yourself. You guys have to check it out. It's so easy. Visit dailyburn.com slash tardy today to start your free 30-day trial. That's dailyburn.com slash tardy. Dailyburn.com slash tardy. Okay, so let's get going. Yes. What should we talk about first, babe? I say we do, let's do our family update, what we had going on this week. Family update. Well, unfortunately, this isn't the best uh, story this past weekend, but we'll take it. (laughs) We have no choice. So... KJ and Cash, if you follow me on Instagram, you know they're big into baseball. They started in the fall of last year, and they're big boys. I know people say there's no way they weigh 100 pounds. They're not healthy. They're incredibly healthy. They do weigh 100 pounds. They wear the same size clothes, shoes, very similar. They already have the reputation of being these big hitters, per se. Anyhow, KJ was in All-Stars. Cash was not. And Croy has taken him to every practice. We've been to every single game. It's major. Like, baseball is major. I never thought that I'd be the baseball mom. I'm so glad I am. But I'm super competitive. So it gets a little dangerous for me. Anyhow, um, so this weekend was the championships, um, which is a big deal. And we had to travel about an hour and 15 minutes away from our house. But the whole family gets into it. We bring a cooler. The Brielle and Ariana come. Tracy was going to come. It was a big deal this weekend. Saturday, they win every game. They had two games, right? Two well, they started Thursday. KJ was able to oh, play I'm sorry. That, that Thursday oh, game. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. Thursday, they played Thursday. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, they actually lost. Yep. The team lost. We should have yeah. won. We beat ourselves. Yeah, it was. It was just the kids were just. I think tired. I mean, yeah. it was just. Yeah, it wasn't really that great of a game. Yep. Uh, we actually beat this team in 21 minutes prior, 17 to one in just 21 minutes. So, yeah. anyways, it just wasn't our night. It happens, people. So, yep. anyway, Saturday we had two games. They beat both games. I mean, their team is the best. They are just. It's unbelievable how good these little guys are, and they're they're little. Um, their coaches are really, really great as well, and we'll get into that. But anyhow, they yeah, win. Mean, little, little. Like most, most of them are under 48 inches. Oh, yeah, like 100%. Just, just yeah. tiny little guys, and they're whipping that ball around and running as fast as they and can. And throwing it. And ca- like To oh see gosh, a team, to, to have you know six-year-olds six understand teamwork is pretty impressive. Like, you know, you see one behind the other in case he misses the ball. I mean, it's really impressive to me. I, I really do enjoy this. Yeah. So they win Saturday. We're so excited. Sunday is the day. It is the day that we are going to play and hopefully win the championship. We have a game at 10. If we win that, we have a one, another one at 1. If we win that, we have another one at 4. And that is the big championship game. Yep. Sunday morning. 4 a.m. Rolls around Sunday morning. And we hear little feet running into the bathroom in our room. And I'm kind of like half asleep. And I'm like, what's going on? 
I hear the feet go back. And we'll get into where my kids sleep in a second and why. But anyways, they run... might be a whole other podcast. Yeah. (laughs) They run back to their pallets and... Two seconds later, he gets Kane gets back up and all the way to the bathroom. So Corey gets up like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. At this point, I know something's going on there. It's rare that they're up at 4 a.m. Uh, and it's rare that they're twice. You know, you hear you hear feet running back and forth twice. So now I know something's happening. And I get in the bathroom and sure enough, it's Kane. And I'm like, Kane, what are you doing? And he instantly he's like, Boo! And I'm like, you know, like what? What's what's going on? He's crying, you know. And Kane Kane gets embarrassed. Anything that very that uh, he knows, maybe he shouldn't be doing, or like he just isn't unsure about. You know, he he goes right to the to the cry mode, and he gets embarrassed. And so I'm like, you know, slow down. You need to talk to me. I can't understand what the heck's going on if you're not talking to me. And so I get him to stop crying, and he's like, I threw up, you know. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So. I'm like, well, where, you know, and it's, and it's, it's all in his sleeping bag, uh, on his little pallet. And, uh, he's, he's thrown up kind of on, on KJ a little bit, uh, not on his body, but like in his little area. And we just, we got a disastrous mess. Then all of a sudden KJ gets up yeah, and KJ heads to the bathroom within 10 seconds of this whole fiasco. And then KJ is over the toilet Yeah, and I immediately think to myself, Hell no. Right. There is no way. KJ's probably thrown up one other time, I think, in his whole life, right? Yeah, no, he, like he, he never gets sick. No, like, no, ever, never. Barely. Knock on wood, wherever yep, that yep. may be in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yep. is not a wood table. Yep. That's plastic. Wood okay, the wood behind the wall. Great. Yep. Yep. Knocking on wood, y'all. Anyway, I just think, okay, well, this is just like a one-time deal. Maybe he ate something bad. Nope. This went on till, I don't know, probably. I mean, the, whole, the whole day. Yeah, but... the whole day. But, but around 12 o'clock or so. They had won their game at 10. The moms... Um, yeah, so we couldn't go. We didn't go we to the game I'm at I'm sorry. 10. Yeah, yep. We couldn't go. So we didn't go. Obviously, Kane and, and KJ are throwing up. Croy and I were up at 4 o'clock in the morning um, dealing with this, and they're just constantly throwing up over the toilet. I have only thrown up twice in my whole life one, that I can remember, which was like a couple months ago. And then when I was 12, I, I didn't do well a couple months ago. Like, I did think I was dying and had to go <laughs> to, like, the ER or something. Croy's like, just relax, let it go. And I'm a control freak and couldn't. But anyhow, that's a whole nother story. So they win the 10 o'clock game. The moms are texting me, we won. I'm so excited. And I'm like, well, KJ, you know, by this time, he hasn't really thrown up all that. Like, we're, we're tapering off. Or- well, no, because because he couldn't hold anything down, right? So every time we'd give him Gatorade or Pedialyte or water or anything, right. you know, 20 minutes later, it's coming right back up. And I'm like, dang, you know, like, what are we supposed to do with this guy? You know, he, he wants to play. He's, he's like really upset that he, he, he knows the games are going on. Croy's very upset too. And you I'm guys. like, you know, you just, you can't, bud. I said, you, you, we have to get your body to be able to intake the fluid because if you're expending it, throwing up and expending it, sweating, we're going to be in a world of hurt real quick. And you it was I mean? 98 degrees yep. this past weekend, you guys. Yep. So it was very hot here. So KJ is on the couch. We think, okay, you know what? Maybe we can make the one o'clock game. Corey got a new, um, <laughs> got a new, like, I don't know. He changed his ringtone and like, it sounds like a car when people call. It sounds like a doorbell. It's the weirdest <laughs> ever. I'm switching it up. Baby. Anyhow. Okay. Well, that's weird. Right. But anyways, one our assistant called and it was like, vroom, vroom. And I was like, oh, that's cute that Brandon has his own little ringtone. And he's like, actually, that's everyone's sweetie. But anyhow. So KJ decides he wants to play. He hasn't thrown up in a couple hours. He held down the cinnamon toast uh, that we gave him and the Gatorade. We're good. He's going, right? Get in the car, get two miles down the street, and we're not going. He starts to throw up in the car. So, of course, we come back around. 
So I'm not a big fan of Zofran or Fenerin or anything like that to kind of stop you from throwing up because I do feel like the body does what it has to do. But at this point, you know, I mean, he is 100 pounds, but he's been throwing up since four. So I call the doctor. She calls in some Zofran, give him Zofran out cold for about two hours, sound asleep outside on the couch. Love and life by the pool. I think the sound of the yeah. the pool and everything kind of put him to yeah. sleep. So he was happy camper. Asked the doctor, you know, what do you think? Can he go? She said, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like if he gets up and he's, and he's raring to go and you can keep fluids down, you know, I don't see why not. Okay, great. 2.30 rolls around. I'm like, KJ, you want, his eyes are kind of open on the couch. You want to play baseball? And he's all smiles. So we all get dressed again, right? I put my wig back on, honey, put a little foundation on and we're out the door. We're about 40 minutes away. Yeah. 40 minutes into the drive. Yeah, 40 minutes away from our yeah. house. 40 minutes into the drive. Yeah. And he keeps, he's, he he's doesn't, like, he's like, Dad, uh, my stomach hurts. I don't, I don't think I feel too good. Yeah. Dad. And I'm like, oh, no, come so on. So I said, wait, you, so, sweetie, if you don't feel good, then we don't have to, do, do you want to play? He's, yeah, yeah, I want to play. Let's just keep going. Let's see. We go about another 20 feet. Um, Dad, my stomach hurts. I said, okay, you know what, Croy? It's, and I tell the angel, my angels all the time, and, and God just, just kind of always protect me and do what's to our highest and best. And I looked at Croy and was like, you know what? I don't think it's a good idea. Fine. So I can't, I'd be lying if I, if I told you I wasn't sad because this is like so exciting for KJ and the, and the team and everybody to keep winning these games today, or on Sunday, I should say. I say today because I'm used to filming. But anyhow, we go back home. And KJ, I said to Croy, you know, he had mentioned earlier that he was worried that he was going to throw up on the field. And I said, I think that because KJ didn't throw up at all. Once we turned the car back around and headed back home, his attitude changed. He's happy as hell, laughing and joking. And we're like, wait a minute. Kind of. He was like, I'd say 75%. Yeah, enough to, for me to wasn't a hundred. No, but right. for me to be like your sketch. <laughs> so we get home, and I said, Croy, I think he was really worried about throwing up on the field in front of everybody. Not twenty minutes later, I'm like, what did I say to him? How did I bring it up? Like, KJ, uh, what if you threw up on the field? He's like, I would have been embarrassed to death, to death. <laughs> and I said, who cares? So that's when I realized that's what it was. But anyhow, it was cool. We came home and chilled and, and Croy made an awesome dinner. And guess what? They won the championship game and they are the all-star. How, does it, how do you say it? Because I want to say it wrong. They are the, the, the 6U all-star state champions. State champions. Yep, yep, yep. And I was really impressed with KJ in the fact that You know, I've been working with KJ and Cash to kind of be more aware. I want them to be more aware of kind of what they're putting into their bodies. We're talking about being healthy individuals that, you know, they're all about that since we're playing sports now. Uh, They're like, ooh, does Gatorade make you stronger, dad? And and what about, you know, chips? And what about, you know? If Croy says he's he's done it, they're doing it. Just so you know, like they idolize Croy. We'll get into the food because I'm a sweet eater. Croy's not. We'll get into the whole Cash is a Kim and KJ's a Croy and and our food and eating habits. But I was really impressed. Yeah, I was really impressed with KJ in the fact that he was he was he was being like normally KJ would be like, no, I'm going. He wouldn't he wouldn't have cared. I'm going to play. He would have fought tooth and nail. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, but but we've been we've been working on it for about three weeks now, kind of just being more aware of, of, of our surroundings, being more aware of what we're putting into our bodies, being more aware of our emotions. I'm just I'm really preaching awareness right now with them just because I feel like it's time for for that. You know, like let's really start to kind of think about what. We as as little, little I think it's because we don't really think what we're doing because our right. days are so jam packed. So right. it's like I'm just grabbing and going yep. at this point. So I think we're trying to teach them like, hey, listen, you're going to end up like us someday, busy as shit and grabbing and going. So yep. right now, let's be aware. I mean, I am aware that I can only have one brownie and not the whole pan. <laughs> 
but you know what I'm saying. It's, yep. you know, it's, it, we're on the go a lot and they're on the go as well. Like it's, it's a lot of grabbing going and a lot of crustables. Yep. So he, I mean, KJ was really, you know, he was really bummed out and I, and I was like, I was bummed out that mm-hmm. I couldn't be there to watch him, cheer him on, you know, watch him play. He you wanted can't to play talk so to Croy bad. during the game at all. Like, Hey babe, look at that girl's shirt over there. He won't even hear you. <laughs> um, Hey Croy, no. here's nothing. Only when there's like a pause in the game or the coaches are talking to them, does he say, babe, you want a water or? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I just. It's I very love... serious, you guys. For 6U, it's very serious. It is. And I, I just, I have, I, it's, I love sports, anything sports. I just, I love it. And, and so I want him to be successful. I want everybody to be successful. I'm so proud of their team. But again, you know, circling back, I'm, I'm just really proud of KJ because you know, he, you could tell he wanted to play so bad and mm-hmm. he was, he was bummed out. I think he felt that bad too, though. Like I think, right. he, yeah, but he, he, he stepped back and he was aware like, man, I just, my body's hurting. I, mm-hmm. I don't feel good. I'm listening to my dad. I'm listening to what he's saying. I, I don't want to be the sun worse. rises and sets on Croy, by the way, with all the kids. <laughs> I don't want to be should. worse. So he, he just, you know, he listened and he, I, I really am proud of the fact that, that, um, he was aware of the situation and he, and he, he felt like, I don't think you know, he was, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think he definitely was aware. I think he felt really bad. Yeah. And I think, he, I mean, for KJ to not go, he felt really yeah, bad. And that's kind of how I knew, yeah. but he came in the bathroom when I was taking my wig off, uh, the second time and just said, you know what? We're just staying home. He said, why did God do this to me, mom? <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him for a second and he said, he answered his own question and said, maybe cause he protected me from getting hurt. And I was like, you know, maybe you're right, son. There's always, you know, I always try to teach them there's a positive and a negative, no matter what. So we don't know the answer right now. We, we may never know the answer, but you weren't there for a reason. So KJ took that answer. He, he accepted it, and, and we moved on. And then we got a text message. There was a, a party today. Um, up at the clubhouse here in my neighborhood, not every family that plays on the team lives in our neighborhood, but a couple of them do. And the coach lives here as well. So there was a party at five o'clock today and we were so excited to go everybody on the team and celebrate. And then this morning, Kaya was throwing up everywhere. Everywhere. I had just, I had just spent hours, 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 hours and hours taking apart their little pallet that we have in, in our, in our little sitting area in our, in our master where all four kids sleep. Again, we'll get into that later. But I took everything. Don't apart. judge me. <laughs> I mean, we, we I had literally sleeping bags and blankets, and and he had to take the bedding foam. off of yeah, like I the mean, foam that just, they sleep on oh these mattress gosh. type things and wash that as well. And then this morning, Kaya. Kaya threw up everywhere. Doesn't wake anybody up. Doesn't tell a soul. Rolls around and sleeps in it all night, apparently, or however long it took. I didn't hear her at all. I thought I did. I did hear something and yeah. I sat up, but yeah. I thought, oh, you're crazy. It was from last night. Go to yeah. sleep, bitch. Yeah. So anyway. Our little independent kids try to handle themselves. Mind yeah. you, I said, Kaya, I know I haven't taught you this. I taught the boys. I don't know why I didn't teach Kaya this. Because she uh, hasn't really thrown up. Right. I guess. Yeah. I mean, she's never Kaya is the toughest. of. I mean, she's tough as nails. Honey. And uh, I said, Kaya, you know, you just sit up and just throw up in one area if you can't make it to the bathroom just one area not over here and then over there and then roll over and go up here by your head and then like I mean, why literally. couldn't she just open the sleeping bag and throw up inside so it'd make it easy on us I don't care. at throw four up. yeah like, like why did you roll around in it sleep like come on so yeah anyways i made a, a, a judgment call here i decided that you know or you know basically that we were not going to attend this party today with the children because I would hate for any of these other children to get yeah. sick. So Tracy, 
see the chef. We thought it was food. Yeah. Obviously, it probably isn't. Yeah. So Tracy, our chef, which you'll get to chat with her, and she's a lot of fun. Um, she made macaroni salad and potato salad, and we went and dropped that off up to the party. And so not only did I miss yesterday's championship games, but I missed the party with really cool people. Um, I really like these baseball moms and I wasn't sure how that was going to work out with me being on television and Croy, an NFL player and kind of this whole mix. And, um, the coach's wife, his name's Matt, her name's Lee. They're in our neighbors. They're in our neighborhood. They're our neighbors. And we've become really close to them. Uh, Matt teaches, um, the boys and the team kind of similar to my thought process. Come on guys. Very encouraging. Um, but yet very stern, like let's get it together. Broncos, let's do this, you know, very, very, um, stern, but yet positive. Um, if, if they, you know, strike out, for example, Hey man, that was a great swing. He's always finding the positive. So, um, I've also seen other coaches that don't do that. And it's very disheartening to see, um, these other coaches that are like, man, you should have thrown that harder. And I'm like, Whoa, he's six years old. Right. I don't say anything, but but um, we fought for Matt to be the coach for the boys um, in the spring, right? The spring because it went fall and then yeah, spring. We, we, were, we, were, we were spring ball and then we went right I don't even know what day. Yeah, we went right in. So we fought for Matt and, and, and the boys to be on, on his team because um, of his coaching style, his positivity, and kind of his uh, dedication to his family as well. So anyways, that's the story about the family this week, you guys. Um I don't do well with throw up since I've had the, the all the littles, um, which is KJ, who just turned seven. Cash will be six in August, and the twins will be five in November. I have a very weak stomach. So as the children are throwing up, I'm like, cry. And so he has to stand there and do that um, because I start to dry heave myself. So anyhow... Um, everything happens for a reason. KJ got his trophy today. Yeah. When Tracy went to bring the macaroni salad and whatnot, they gave um, KJ's um, trophy mm-hmm. a it's bat a little- that says like champion mm-hmm. on it. He yeah. got a little keychain with a, bat, a baseball bat and a ball. Big league chew yep. and some baseball cards from 1992. So cute. And on the bag, it says um, KJ big hitter. Yep. Or, KJ Beerman and then quotes, in quotes big, big hitter. hitter. So anyways. Um, big hits. I'll repost that on my Snapchat so that you guys can see what I'm saying. But anyways, that's our family update for this week. Um, Hopefully next week will be a little bit better. Now let's go into what, baby? You want to do beauty tips? We're going to do – no, I think we'll save that for kind of the end. Okay. Uh, We'll give that little golden nugget. Corey's wanting the show here in case you couldn't tell. We'll give that little golden nugget at the end. But I say we go into – we'll do Kim's Takes. And this is going to be where Kim kind of uh, gives her opinion or gives her insight yeah. onto something that is happening in the news that we all can read or, or hear about or uh, something else with somebody else. Right. Uh, in the world. So. It'd be, yeah. you know, just, yeah. Anything. And, it could be that, fashion. It could be yeah. uh, something silly. Somebody did something stupid. Somebody, you know. I had knows? a I had another plan, actually, um, coming up here tonight to talk about something totally different. And then I, I saw this Google alert on my phone um, about this famous musician in Nigeria. And I kind of diverted. And we're going to talk about this instead just because um, – it's summer and, and these months and a lot of people have pools and I just kind of want to share with you guys. Or you're um, going to pool parties. Yeah, you're going to pool parties. And um, and I I mean, this 
you know, I'm like overkill with things. I'm always, I'm like super worried all the time, super paranoid. Croy tells me often like, relax, relax. But I'm literally like always on edge with my kids, obviously, because they are the most important thing to me. So obviously, you know, I, I want to take care of them. But anyhow, um, there's a famous musician in Nigeria. His son drowned yesterday. He, I guess he was at the BET Awards okay. um, at his home. I don't know. I don't know the details of the story, but I just saw that in the Google alert. Um, and then also a couple weeks ago, the Olympic skier, um, Bodie Miller, yeah. his daughter drowned in a neighbor's pool at, at a birthday party. Terrible, terrible yeah, absolutely birthday. horrific. Like li- literally my stomach hurts and I feel for them. Uh, I can't even imagine. I honestly right, can't. Yeah. I um, will continue to pray for them. It's, uh, it's unbelievable to me, but it brings me to this. Um, so when we were building our house, I was pregnant with the twins. KJ was 14 months old. I'm sorry. Well, they're all, they're 30. KJ was, KJ was about 16 months old. 16 months old. 17 months old. They're all a year apart basically. So then Cash was six months old and I was pregnant again with the twins. And, um, when we bought our house, it was a foreclosure, but just a portion of it. The rest of it really wasn't all, wasn't here. So we had to build it out and what have you. So anyway. There was no walls when we bought the foreclosure. There was no toilets, no nothing. It was like a brand new home, basically, that we had to build out. So I wanted a pool. There was a pool already here. We actually had to take it out and redo it all over again because it wasn't built properly. But there was a pool here. Well, I, a shell. There was shell a shell. Pool, right. Yeah, yeah, there was just a shell. Like right. it was just concrete. There was no water. I mean, this right. this house didn't even have doors. It was. It yeah. sat here for since 2008. Yeah. And we closed on the property the day we gave birth to, or found out we won the property because yes. we were in a bid, a bidding war with like three other families yeah. the day that I was giving birth to cash. So that was in 2012. Right. So we didn't finish the property until I got pregnant with the twins. Yeah. So anyway, um, the pool here, the structures here, the shells here, we knock it down. We have to rebuild it basically. And I am paranoid. Croy's like, you know, I get it. I said, it only takes, you know, four minutes, if not less, but technically four minutes for you to lose a child. And that amount of time, um, that's a very short amount of, you know, short window. Like that's just you going pee or you, you know, whatever. Um, so we, to just give you guys kind of a little bit of insight on how you can protect yourself and your family. Um, and what we did, we have our, if you have a pool, if you have a pool, yeah, if you have a pool, um, we also have a waterfall in front of our house, but our pool is on the first floor. Mm -hmm. So you can walk out of any door on the first floor, the living room, the dining room, or not Uh, the dining room, the living room, the, uh, formal living room. I should say great room. Our house is a little bit, it's kind of, uh, it kind of surrounds the pool. Uh, it covers about two and about two sides, but, but the way our house is designed, it, it definitely kind of, uh, it's in the middle of the house. So think of like, yeah. So the master, the master's on the right, you know, on the, on one side of the pool and basically the formal living room is on the other side. So you can walk out. I don't even know. You can walk out the master door. You can walk out the, the uh, formal living room, the great room. There's two two doors in the hallway that you can walk out. So there's four, five, there's six doors that lead to our pool. Our house was kind of designed for entertaining. Yeah. uh, Even though we, we, uh, uh, don't necessarily do that all the time or very often at all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's six total doors, uh, that lead to our pool on the first floor. So you just walk out and it's right right there. Right. So we did, um, several things to protect our children. Well, I think the first, the, the biggest key, if you have a pool is to put as many, uh, levels or layers or whatever you want to call them in between 
your your interior of your home and the actual pool. So how many things does your child have to do to get to that pool? Does he have to unlock two different locks? Does do you hear a chime go off? Do you does he have to go through a fence? You know, we're gonna the yeah, more let's get layers, into what the we more did. layers you can put between that pool and the interior of your home or or an, a the space where your child, you know, he has to go through so many things to get to that pool, the better off you're going to be and the more, and the more secure you're going to feel. And so Kim, you know, she, well, before I go any further, I want to say this, if your child goes missing and it's happened to me where I'm like, cash, where are you in this house? You know, like, and he's like, I'm in my playroom or he doesn't answer me at all. And he thinks it's funny to hide behind a curtain. But the first place I look, if I cannot spot my children in front of me or I'm looking is the pool. I immediately go to the pool. Yep. Immediately, I send, you know, Brielle or whoever to the front waterfall because that's uh, that's only three feet deep or what have you, but it's still deep enough. You know, mm-hmm. it takes only in essence an inch of water, yeah. and I run to the pool every single time. I've done it a million times. I mean, they're going to the bathroom. I double check. I go to the pool. The first place you should always go to is the pool. If you have a pool, or if you have a, a pool, a, a body of water, a body of water. body of water, go to the pool, yep. go to the pool, the body of water. We live also live on a lake, so not only do we have a pool, but we have a, we live on a lake as well. So anyway. I wouldn't call it a lake. Well, it's a lake, it but it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's actually a lake. So yeah. I was thinking I was calling it a river, but anyhow, so our doors are, so tell um, them how many layers. Okay. So I'm going to explain you... to them. So, so what, what I did, what we did, because I'm so I, I tell Corey, like, you've got to figure this out. Like, this is what I want. And then, you know, I, I have the ideas and he builds it and that's why we're so happily married. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, I said, baby, you got to figure out how to do this. And so his first thought was, let me put a lock at the top of the, well, so the first thing, very very first thing, which which is very simple, uh, if you're if you're building a home, uh, is very easy to do. Or if you're purchasing a new home, you can uh, you can typically um, modify every door that leads outside. Most most doors leading outside will always have a deadbolt. So that's your first level is the deadbolt on the door. Sometimes kids can't even reach those; they can't figure them out. They're not strong enough to turn them. Uh, so that's your first level, and the door itself is your first level. Then Kim requested that we have a gate, right? Nope. Oh uh, no, the chime. No, the oh, well, the, yep. You could you could talk well, about that. So we have we have a speaker system in our home. Uh, so we were fortunate enough to be able to uh, integrate this chime on every single door that led to the pool uh, would go ding really loud, really loud. Like we made it like obnoxiously system. loud. Yes. So anytime that any one of these six doors we're going to open, it would chime like obnoxious, yep, like where would. people would be like, Oh my God, who's opening the door? Like, yeah. you know, and one of the, one of the doors out of the six gets opened every second because our water is kept outside in these refrigerators. So it's opened, you know, often. And that's the only one that does not have the ding. Not now because they yes. can all swim. Thank yes. God. Yes. Um, but anyhow, so, but they do sell just, just for parents. So if you don't have that system in your home where you have speakers, uh, throughout your, your home, uh, they do sell, things that you can t- attach to your doors that when they're open, it's mm-hmm. like an alarm. It's like, beep, 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 or yeah. ding yeah. Or, or whatever. So they that have, you can, it's, it's, it's a noise to let you know that somebody has crossed that barrier, right? You know, that door's been opened and you're now cross that barrier. The third thing we the did. The third thing is, is that we, um, had the lock at the top of the door. Is that what you're talking yep. about? Mm-hmm. The lock at the top of the door. Um, our doors on on the first floor are good. I mean, they're not your average. They're like 12 feet high because yeah. of the, at least. So they're large doors. Oh, probably 10. They're probably 10, 10? footers. Okay. Yeah, they're 10 footers. 10 foot doors, whatever. Anyways, they're, they're taller than your average on the first floor. Um, and 
we had these locks that um, are long, but we put them on our elevator as well. Um, what would, how would you describe them? Just kind of long. Yeah, they're like a, uh, I can't think A of deadbolt, it. but one that you would basically push up. It's a long lock that you push up. So, so think about opening the door. When you open the door, you see a little contraption. And then when you close the door, you, you push the lock and you literally push it up into this little basically hole to lock it. Children can't reach it. Even if they got on a chair, they can't reach it. Um, only, you know, people obviously five feet, I would say, and taller can actually reach um, this lock. So that's the, that lock is on every single one of our doors on the first floor, as well as our elevator on each floor, um, because I heard a horrific story about that, and that'll be something we'll talk about in my next podcast. And then we had iron gates put around the entire, you know, the entire patios. There's two large patios that that walk out to the pool that we have couches and furniture on and our grill and all this stuff. We built um, iron gates that basically joined to the, how would you describe it? It's hard to describe. We had iron the, gates. The fence. There's a, the, so the pool itself like a, is completely fenced in. Well, it's fenced in by a permanent iron um, gate. gate. Yeah. Gate so fence. gate, you know, it's, it's like pretty or whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. So we had a gate installed there that's actually locked with just a traditional padlock at all times. And the key is hidden. So it's always been that way. I think Ariana's maybe missed locking that gate one time in her life. And I ripped, she knew about it. And she knew about it. I <laughs> ripped into her. Um, my my children can all swim now, thank God. Um, it doesn't mean that you know. I mean, water and I and and, and kids. I mean, I am definitely um, extreme. Um, and I don't think you could Just ever be too think, extreme. Right. I mean, I've read twins, and I think in uh, New Jersey, twin boys that recently drowned six or seven months ago. Um, you know, it happens in seconds. I actually had a, a very good friend of mine. Um, her little boy couldn't, uh, can't swim. He's little. Uh, she was at a pool party recently and uh, she realized he wasn't there. And she said, Oh my God, literally looked in the pool and he was at the bottom of the pool. She jumped in, fully clothed, pulled him out. And, um, you know, was very thankful, obviously, and he was good and, and had only been under there, you know, maybe a good minute, nothing crazy. It was not close to the four minute mark per se. Um, and I think only a few seconds he was, he was, yeah, it was, it was very, it was under a minute is what I mean. Under a minute. But, you know, I texted her and said, you know, you, you need, he needs swimming lessons. Like right now he has to have swimming lessons. So, um, she's like, you know, you're right, but it can happen to anybody and it happens so, so very fast. Um, so anyways, I really wanted to talk about this and, you know, tonight to you guys or on this first podcast, because this really hits close to home. I just really can't imagine what these parents are going through. I just can't. So anyway, let's send them a million prayers and, um, continue to pray for them. Cause I can't imagine. Yeah. So I think, I think the, the biggest thing here is, is if you have a pool, put as many layers again, put as many layers between that pool and the interior of your home that your child has to go through to give, um, you know, to, to protect them. And it takes them much, you know, it should not be very easily accessible. And then the other crucial thing is just, you know, water is everywhere. Water's, you know, without water, we can't survive. So your child's going to encounter water, bodies of water, whether it's a lake, whether it's a pool right. party, whether it's the bathtub, you know, they're going to encounter bodies of water if they don't understand uh, how to swim or how to hold their breath or how to deal with water, uh, your child's at risk, you know? And so I just, we want to really stress to parents, if you're going to do anything for your child, 
get them lessons how to swim. Get them I know lessons. there's this course, right? Um, in my old neighborhood, I met a little boy that could swim at 11 months old, like a fish under the water. Like it was insane. insane. Yeah. And I've it was it insane. It's I've insane. seen it online. It's yeah. Absolutely insane. So there's these lessons, right, that you have when the baby's like a newborn because obviously they're born in water. They live in water and, and, and they're born, you know, the you, your water breaks and here they come basically. So with that being said, there's a class where they kind of drop the newborn into the water and, and they teach them. So I thought I was so big and bad and I was going to do this with the kids. I'm doing this, Croy. Well, you know what? wasn't happening. So um, it didn't happen for me, but I have a nanny who's awesome and she's really good at teaching swimming lessons. With Brielle, I didn't even want her near water. My parents basically threw Brielle in the water and um my mom's like, relax. She has to learn. Brielle probably never would have swam if I had anything to do with it. And then, of course, Ariana was much easier. Um, and then with the littles, you know, my, my nanny has spent so much time just one-on-one with them, teaching them what she's learned living near an ocean most of her life, which I didn't. So for me, I'm always like, oh, my God, please don't swallow anymore. Are you okay? Like, I'm super paranoid. So it was great to have a nanny or, a, a, you know, a swimming coach or, or even a dad because I feel like they're a little bit less worried as we are uh, as women um, to help them to help the kids learn just the basics how to flip over on your back that's the one thing that they do teach these Mm -hmm. newborns that if you do fall in water you immediately float on your back and you float you flip over and float you know Uh, but again you know if if you think swimming lessons are silly or if you don't think they're important or uh, I just ask you to really kind of reconsider that and 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 if your child does not know how to swim, please teach them how to swim. It's not only fun, it's, it's a great best, way to exercise. It's best to take them to a class like the YMCA or something along those lines. It's difficult to try to teach right. you know, them yeah. yourself mm-hmm. out of fear. They're going to mm-hmm. swallow water, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, so anyways, you yep. guys, we're going to move on. Yep. I just wanted to really, really touch on this Um and how serious and how quick um, this can happen. And it can yeah. happen to anyone. Right. Anyone. Um, and, you know, I, I have a nanny um, and uh, I, I trust her, but it, it really does give me comfort to have all these layers that these kids have to go through. Right. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I don't know that anybody will ever love our children as much as we love them. I right. do believe our nanny loves them very much. Um, but I do feel comfort when I leave the house or travel or whatever, that there are all of these layers. Yes. And so anyhow, you guys, please hear me on this and, um, and take the necessary precautions. And there's a lot of ways. We also have a device um, that we bought. We wouldn't end up using it because of all these other layers. But there's a device that you can put in the pool. And if, and if somebody's to fall in and there's a splash of any sort, it literally is like a siren. I don't know the yeah, name it of senses, it. So it senses a different pattern in the water, right? So it even works uh, with if you have, per se, kind of like a, a little water feature that maybe ripples your water. If you have a completely still pool that doesn't have a water feature, it works amazing. Uh, but it'll even work with something that that you have kind of uh maybe a, a your water's not 100% still it'll sense a difference in the water pattern so what happens is a big object falls in the water right it creates a big wave instantly senses it and it's 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 like a, a police officer's in your backyard a you know, police cop car is in your backyard woo, woo, you know and yeah, it's, it's major. instantaneous and it happens within seconds uh technology these days is just amazing it's seriously so cool 
The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip different? I get asked this question all the time. Well, for starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibration to help clean your pretty teeth. Quip built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Did you hear me? Free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of the time's best inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers. You guys must use Quip every day. I'm obsessed. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash tardy right now, you will get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash tardy. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash tardy. I used to drink a lot. Recently on Make Spidey Famous Again. What's your go-to drink? Tequila. Former Bachelorette star Sean Booth sits down for a chat with Spencer and Heidi. That'll get you all fired up. That's when I want to do like push-ups and pull-ups. Yeah. So you don't shot. need pre-workout. You just need tequila. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I tried it with my coach lifting weights. I was like, this is the most fun ever. I think more people would lift weights drunk. Don't miss an episode of Make Spidey Famous Again on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate and review. And now back to Don't Be Tardy. There's a double rainbow. Uh, my assistant just texted me just now that uh, there is a double rainbow outside if you want to show the kids. Oh, my God. That's um, so cool. Here you go. Holy bejesus. Oh, wow. That's so rare. Only on the first episode of Don't Be Tardy does that happen. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so cool. That's insane. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a good sign. Perfect timing for our next segment. Okay. Our positive segment. Okay. Let's do it, my love. Okay, you guys. So um, tell tell our our listeners what the positive segment is all about. The positive segment that I'm going to do with you guys every week, um, which is on Wednesday, you guys, you'll get to hear my podcast weekly on Wednesday, um, is the Ask, Believe, Receive, self-improvement topic, what I've been reading about, insight into the path to my success and, and the benefits of, of being positive and just living in that fashion. It does take a little bit of work in the beginning and then you know no other way of life other than being positive. Doesn't mean you don't derail and get off track. Like it, it's definitely happened to me over the years. I can feel myself getting into a weird place um, or not being overly positive with things or what have you. So um, it's a way of life though. And I really want everybody to know that I, you know, was a single mom, working nurse, um, and with two girls you know, and was struggling. So this was, this became a way of life and I would test it and I'll get into that later on in my podcast. Did I would, you, did you get a huge inheritance? No, I wish. Were you born into money? No, baby. No. 
Did you create your success? Sure did. Yes, from the bottom did. up, baby. From the like bo- literally every, from the bottom up. Exactly. Just like everybody in this world can do. Uh, it takes it takes effort. It takes time. It takes awareness. It takes patience. And it also comes so easy yes. once you figure it out. You know, it's not hard work. I don't believe in the motto of like everything is hard work. Hard well, the work. work doesn't have to be hard. Yes, right. Yeah, it's kind right. of my thing. And right. and and what I mean by that, in essence, is that you know this. And I hope that my whole purpose of doing a podcast finally, because this has been in the works for a couple of years, and I've just had so many things going on, is to really encourage my followers and to teach them what I've been taught over all these years because I was 23 when I had Ariana. I met my spiritual counselor named Angie and I worked with her actually today. So I've talked to her over all these years through pregnancies, through a divorce, through an incredible marriage and just all these great things. It doesn't mean I don't derail. It doesn't mean I don't need another you know conversation or need to talk to her about X, Y, and Z, um, but it becomes a way of life. And things will literally flow and you'll, it'll amaze you. You'll amaze yourself with this way of life. And so my whole goal of this podcast is to really try to convey and share with you guys all that I've learned throughout all these years from Angie, from the books that I've read, from lessons of my own, um, so that you guys can drive your car or sit on your couch or whatever it is and listen to this podcast and be like, wow, I can do that too. Cause that's, that's, this is my whole goal. Honestly, I want to say one thing, the yeah. really cool thing that I've noticed about my wife, uh, mm-hmm. being with her uh, all these years is that when I was young, the time, my free time was spent, you know, fiddle farting around. I would play Xbox when I was younger. I would be, uh, you know, out, you know, running the streets, doing whatever. And if you want to be your best self, if you want to really live this life of, of, of a, of a positive mind frame and really dive into ask, believe, receive and manifestation and really creating the life that you want your spare time. If you're not working, if you're not taking care of your kids, if you're not cooking meals or cleaning your house or whatever, anything that you're doing, instead of sitting down in front of that boob tube, you are not big TV watchers. You can't be, you have to educate yourself. If you have a chance to learn, learn something. If you have a chance, because guess what? Somebody right next to you is learning something and there's so much competition in this world. Yes. And you know, that you could, you could literally, like I said, be driving to work or instead of, you know, listening to garbage and negativity, you could be learning and educating yourself. So turn on on a self-help book, you know, listen to, have somebody read. I probably own more books than anybody in this world on like, yeah, I just have always been intrigued by that. I find it interesting that Brielle isn't totally engulfed in the books yet. She'll grab one here and there. She actually grabbed one this morning. One of my favorite of all time, the game of life and how to play it. And she took it with her on her flight to Arizona. But she's like, oh, my God, like, who buys this kind of book? Like, I have problems and need help or whatever. I mean, that's not a real title, but I'm just saying. And I'm like, Brielle, like, I I gravitated towards it. When you start this way of life, lessons that you need to learn or things that you need to read or the reason why you're listening to this very podcast right now is because you need whatever message I'm trying to bring to you. Um, You'll realize that, oh, my God, if you ask for like a parking space, a great analogy I tell people that are beginners, and this is kind of a movie called The Secret that I watched many years ago. I think it was 2006. Um, Try it with a parking space. I want a parking space right up front. I believe I'll get a parking space right up front to the grocery store. 
I got a fat ass, so I like to park far away and walk. But you know what? Every time I do it, I would get a parking space up front. It was like a little fun game for me, literally. So try that out, you guys. Uh, you know, and and that'll kind of show you that you're kind of on the but right. You gotta path. have you gotta have some of the tools, though. Yeah, you gotta and yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and you gotta you gotta dive into the to the knowledge. It just know? doesn't come. So when Corey keeps saying, you know, you gotta focus, and you got it, just doesn't come on its own. Like you have to feel it in the core of your being. It all starts with gratitude. Um, like you have to feel gratitude. I feel gratitude for the cup I'm drinking out of, for the man I'm sitting in front of, for the room I'm sitting in, the chair I'm sitting in. My assistant just, that just sent us a double rainbow picture on his way back from Walmart. <laughs> uh, I'm thankful for the ability to be able to convey my message to you. Like I feel it in the core of my being and I think that's very, very important. I can't, I, people say like, what do you mean? It's like you have to really feel it and be grateful for everything that you have because I can guarantee literally, you. Literally everything. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Literally everything though, like even, even, even though you may be up at 4am with your child throwing up, you should be grateful for that situation that, you know, most people would be like, ah, this freaking sucks. You know, like I got to go to work, you know, but it's happening. It's happening for a reason. Maybe you need to have a connection with your child. Maybe you need an, maybe he needs another hour of just you hugging him. You have to be grateful for every single freaking thing that dude that cuts you off. Be thankful. Whatever. He might have slowed you down from rearing in somebody a mile ahead. Whatever happens, you yeah. have to be grateful for every single freaking thing. Yeah. Whether you think your your past life would have been negative, not anymore. It's all positive. It's all grateful. It's seriously, but it takes work. You have to. It takes time. Any negative thought, people say like, how do you just think positive all the time? I don't. I'd be lying to you if I told you I did. But every time that there's a negative thought that pops into my mind, I acknowledge it and I think and I reverse it to something positive. You know, um, I can give you examples as we go on. But what I want to talk to you guys about to get started on this podcast is basically fear because what gets the best of us more times than not is fear. Fear-based thought process. Fear makes you do things out of fear. Right. I mean, fear in essence, it's, it's you know. There's only two options, faith or fear. Really, there's only you face, two. You face defeat whenever you're fearful. fearful. Yep. You face defeat whenever you are fearful. Fear of lack, fear of loss, fear of criticism, fear of failure, fear robs you of all the power basically that you, in essence, that you have. You've lost contact with your universal powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, fear is an inverted faith. Um, I feel like fear is something that it will, it, you know, it creeps into everyone's mind. A mother while their son's playing baseball, while you're driving your car in 85 and people are driving crazy in Atlanta, Georgia. Fear creeps into your mind for a second, but you know what? You have to trust the process. I hate elevators. I've been stuck in two. I hate them. I fear them. I don't like them. I've, I've worked on it here and there. I, don't ever see myself just riding one for fun, <laughs> but I do get in one if I have to. I'll walk 20 flights, 25 flights. We've walked down 40 flights together, Croy and I. I can get an elevator with Croy and just I trust the process. My heart does beat out of my chest and I say I'm protected. I am good. And I've, knock on wood, not been stuck again. Um you know, I fear of, of loss is what kind of consumes people. Like you've lost something significant or you fear losing something significant in your life. That's where fear basically comes from. Right. Your job, money, yeah. uh, your relationship, uh, anything. Well, it's, it's, it's like items. you, it's like you have everything in life that everything in life can give, but in creeps this like little voice inside your head. That's like, ah, it's too good to be true. It can't last. If that gets your attention, 
well, then you may well worry. That's what happens. You fear. You're like, well, you know what? Like, this is too good to be true. Like, I, I met this great guy. He's so incredible. Oh, my God. This is too good to be true. Something's going to go wrong. He's cheating on me. He's not going to call me back. He doesn't think I'm pretty enough. He's going to find somebody else. Like, all these crazy thoughts, it's all fear-based. You will create just that, thinking just that. You are ultimately what you think. So remember that. At the end of the day, I mean, you are what you think. Exactly. If, and there's there's even uh, a fun fact, and I'll see if I can if I can find it, and I'll and I'll uh, I'll have Kim give it to you guys in Instagram or, or Twitter. They they seriously they did a real study. I think it was out of Cambridge University, where they proved that your thoughts actually create physical reactions or when you are fearful you are be, you are you begin to attract the things that you fear you are magnetizing it you're like a magnet you're hypnotized by the race thought that you're afraid of you're literally attracting that fear right. towards you many people have lost what they prize most dearly in their life and that's because they basically invariably they fear loss the only weapon that you can use against your that little old man is your word is your wand your word is your wand. And that's one of my favorite books. And at the end of the day, you are what you think. So if you fear it, you'll create it and you'll bring it. And then you wonder why. There's unlimited supply for every demand. You just have to trust the process. Basically, you can literally have, I think the guy that won the lotto, like $420 million. He's like 21 years old. Um, and he's like, I knew I was going to win the lotto someday. Like, I just didn't know it was going to be this much, but I knew I was going to win it. Like, he just knew it and he believed it. So, but like, he believed it in the core of his being. And so he wasn't overly, sh- you know, shocked. And people are like, you're so arrogant. And I was like, absolutely not. He really wanted to win the lotto. He believed he would. He probably envisioned what it would be like to win it. Um, and he actually won it. So anyways, that's just an example. Um He didn't fear living paycheck to paycheck like he was. He just lived it and loved it and knew that his quote-unquote prize or jackpot was coming. Right. He expected the universe to provide, which it will. The universe is extremely huge. I mean, it's it's. If you can try to wrap your mind around the universe, we're not even going to get it. I know. My husband's fascinated with space. Oh my god, it's so. Yeah, it's too much, y'all. But the coolest thing about it. Is is knowing that there is so much material in this world, like huge amounts of of anything and everything that and, you and want. There's one more one thing that I also want to say in regards to the fear is that whichever you put out in this world, you get back double. So when you post a nasty comment on my page on Instagram, it'll come right back to you, sweetie. It has no bearing on me because I'll just delete you and block your ass. But it, the comment will come back to you. Anything that you put out in this world that's negative or, or or not a positive situation will come back to you like a boomerang. It's just the way of the world. So every time you talk about somebody, think that somebody's going to be talking about you as well. You always have to think about your next step at the end of the day. And we're going to get into this further as we go on with our podcast. And I hope, you know, that you guys learned something from today's podcast in regards to, you know, fear. Um, I fear a lot of things throughout the day. And I just quickly, you know, revert my mind to something else. Think positive. It's a natural feeling because life becomes so wonderful that you're like, oh my God, like it's, you still have to work at every day. I work at reading something to continue to grow and encourage my mind to think positive. Every single day I read something, even if it's just two pages out of a book, at the side of my pool, or when I get up in the morning before I go to bed, I try to, you know, read something. Um, there's a million books that, you know, you guys can pick up. The Secret's a big one. Right. 
Um, but you, but you have to be open to it and you have to be willing to learn and you have to be willing to grow and you have to be willing to let go and you have to be willing to receive. Yep. So you have to be willing to receive. I've, always love to receive. I love all my diamonds from Croy. I always wanted a big badass diamond on my finger and Croy was so cheap when I met him that I never thought I'd get it. cheap. Yeah, you were. I was you were. smart. Yeah, you were, you were right because <laughs> all that money, yeah, baby, you put right into that diamond. But anyhow, you know, I look back on my life. I wanted to, you know, have my own show. I wanted all these things I wrote about in a journal when I was 12 and we'll get into that again later on but um, I had, you know, I was on television by the time I was 29 and um, so, Anyways, even thoughts that I had when I was 12 years old ultimately came to fruition as I got older. So, like, I guess my motto right now for you is to keep believing. No matter what, just keep on believing. Right. You know, you can't, if you don't get it tomorrow, you can't stop believing and just throw your hands up in the air and say, it. Like you have to keep on believing. Right. Um, I let it go. I wanted to be famous. That was my goal. That's what I wanted. That's where I was headed. I didn't care. I went to nursing school knowing that ultimately I wanted to be famous. Hmm. I got you know, I got fame. I got what I wanted and didn't really think about the things that came with that, to be honest. Um, but I loved it. You know, I love it. I loved it. And it's what I asked for. It took many years to get there. Um, and it wasn't easy, but I got there. So keep believing, you know, you, you ask for what you want, ask for what you want, ask for that Rolls Royce, ask for whatever's important. You people like, you're so materialistic. Well, I wanted a Rolls Royce. Not everybody wants that. My spiritual counselor's like, I don't want your damn house. That is too much to clean, too much to air condition, too much to heat, too much for me. I don't want it. Everybody wants something kind of different. Um, I'm a Taurus, very materialistic and that's just me and I love it and I work for it, but that's what I wanted and I put it on my vision board and that's what I got. So for your listener, Mm -hmm. how I take it, and how I how I have taken it from uh, listening to you and from my own knowledge is that the ask part everybody has the ask part right ask for I want the Ferrari I want the big diamond I want the awesome husband I want the big house or whatever it is I want the the small quaint job or you know everybody has their asks those are easy the belief is the biggest part and probably the part that takes the most patience and the most quote right. unquote work. The belief part is the knowledge that you have to chase every single day in your free time. What you put out, you get back double. Right. Learning how to believe. And learning how to, learning how to feel it in your bones, learning gratitude. It all starts with gratitude. You'll start believing really easily and it'll start happening quicker um, with with gratitude and, and giving thanks for all that you've been been blessed with. But believing is something that um, you just it's you just have to know. You just have to know. Right. It's it's but not you, just like, oh, I think I'm gonna get that Ferrari someday, or I think I'm gonna meet the man of my dreams. No bitch. You'll get the man of your dreams, you'll get the Ferrari. Like Croy prime example is I never have dated anybody younger than me. Croy is almost eight years younger than me. Um, and Rose, psychic grandma Rose told me that, you know, I would meet somebody younger than me. I was going to marry him. I was like, Rose, I'm tired of your, you are so full of you're going to have a son first, then get married. Well, lo and behold, I didn't think in my mind, somebody that was from Montana that drove a truck and a Honda Accord that played in the NFL. Cause I had a lot of NFL friends that was eight years younger than me that had no children would ever be my cup of tea. And he was my dream man. I didn't even know it. So you have to be open to what you're given and not be, not shut out things that you, you know, that you, that you didn't, that doesn't fit your mold per se. Right. You know, like accept every gift, be willing to receive what you are given. Yeah. I think that's very important. Yeah. 
Cool. Okay. So one last ra- thing. So let's, no, so let's wrap oh. up this positive segment. I think to, to kind of wrap up everything that we've talked about uh, here is, is live in faith, not in fear. Spend your time wisely. Mm-hmm. You know, the ask, believe, the believe part is, is putting that knowledge and years, Kim has put years of knowledge into action, right? But that belief part is the biggest part. You can ask for anything that you want. If you don't know how to believe, that's where it all falls away and doesn't come to fruition. So believing is studying. Like you can, you guys could listen to us for 10 years and, and really only scrape the top of the iceberg of this way of life mm-hmm. and positivity mm-hmm. and manifestation. I mean, there is... There is thousands of hours of knowledge out there that you can research and learn. Go chase it. Go learn it. Go listen to uh, these positive uh, speakers and and go read these books and and really learn how to be positive, how to be uh, a manifester. And that's the true belief part. That's implementing your knowledge and putting that knowledge into action. It's not being negative anymore. You know, that coworker who pisses you off or who, who takes credit for something you did or whatever. Just keep pushing forward. Focus on the positive. Live in faith, not in fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're going to start to, to see some real drastic changes in your life uh, that you're going to Quicker love. than you're even yeah. realizing. So, Okay, so great, baby. Thanks for helping me convey my message. Yeah, we'll talk my about. My wife has ADD, so yeah, I definitely I, have ADD. I don't take anything for it, and and I also think that my stroke actually is being funny, but I do think my stroke has had an impact on my brain sometimes. So he does help me with my thought yeah. process. So, so I'm here to lend my helping hand. <laughs> he he actually speaks for me a lot because I'm like, uh, I can't remember what the hell. I don't know if it's age or the, or the stroke. To be honest, right. um, who else has tried Fab Fit Fun? If you guys don't already know about it, it's a seasonal box with full-size, yes, a full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. Their summer editor's box is epic. It has products like a free people eye mask that you can actually put in the fridge, a Ferreo Luno Fofo. They have a towel from Trina Turk, and that's just the beginning of it. You guys don't miss out because these sell out super, super fast. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code TARDY so that you can save $10 off your first box making it only $39.99 again that's fabfitfun.com and use the code tardy you guys deserve to treat yourself it literally is like christmas at my house four times a year i just stole my my wife's little notes over here uh, because we're going to play word association game real quick with kim right right what now the f- and so i'm going to give kim a word and she is going to say the first thing that comes to her mind the very very first thing funny silly sexual whatever Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Are they going to air this? I think so. All right. First word is pink. Oh, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I knew it. Oh, isn't that so fun? All right. Am I allowed uh, to say that? Yeah. You can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's our podcast. Uh, dog. Dirty. Dogs are dirty. Why? Are, I just gave them baths. They're not dirty. Oh my God. Sin has like fish breath earlier. I can't. <laughs> Sailor is nasty running in the mud. No, dirty. Uh, that's funny. Private. Parts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we obviously know where Kim's We obviously know tonight. what Corey and I are doing tonight. <laughs> record. I mean, I think of the black little record that you'd play on like a record player. Oh, the old school record old, player. Yeah. What do you think about? Well, maybe like somebody broke a record. That was my first. No, thing. Like I sports. thought of my thing. My oh my god! Yeah, that's I went right funny. To I thought of um, 
yeah, music. In the mind of Kim. She went right to music. That's so cool. When you've done music. And, yeah. Oh, my gosh, you guys. We're, we're going to talk Wig. about this. In a, in, yeah. Not this week. Uh, just because we, we're trying to get it All launched. in. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but this new song of Kim's, I'm telling you, it's the catchiest song you're ever going to hear. Yep. My wig, my wig, uh, my wig. Yes. That's funny. All right. Tool. Hammer. Hammer. What are you trying to hammer? I don't nothing. I'm calling for you to do it. <laughs> All right, last one. We're going to But I do, do call Croy. I'm like, you're such a tool. Right. Like just to be kind of funny, like when he's like, Babe, did you see today on the television this new cheese grater? I'm like, You're such a tool. I don't give a f about cheese grater. Yeah, I am. I am kind of a tool. He likes like gadgets a, and shit. I'm a techie tool, I'm a space tool. Nothing uh, that I give two shits about you guys. Right, so opposites right. do attract. And uh I really have become like a knowledge tool. I love I love knowledge. I, I just it's so cool just what you can do with your life if you just if you take action. And I and I sometimes knowledge. I'm like I'm tired of learning. Like I don't want to know yeah. about the fucking cheese grater, Croy. Or he's like, "Did you know that space if we were to go to Mars today?" I'm like, "Croy, I don't want to know about it. I don't <laughs> care about Mars. I don't want to go to Mars." And he's he gets frustrated with Brielle because Brielle oftentimes is not really trying to learn unless it benefits her right now, which is like the whole ask, believe, or receive and trying to master that, which she has pretty much down. She spoke into existence. I want to sell my car. And the next day, a neighbor called and said, I want to buy your car randomly. It's it, like Brielle has luck like no other. But Croy gets irritated because she doesn't want to learn. But keep going, baby. Yep. Uh, last one. Mm -hmm. Male. Croy. Male. Oh, you thought M-A-L-E. I, I said M-A-I-L. Oh, just mail. <laughs> Definitely getting mail in your pants tonight, boy. <laughs> I thought about. All right, yeah. so that right there was word association with Kim. That is in the mind of Kim. What, what do you guys thinks? think when I say those words? Please right. tweet me. Right. Um, the words are pink, tool, dog, record, mail, and private. That's fun. You have to you have to play that with your significant other. Yeah, and then I want you guys to tweet me wife. your answers because I'm so intrigued just right now talking to Croy. And he was thinking male like the mailman. Yep. That's the last thing I want to open. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Okay. It's called Kim's. the Golden Nuggets. Yep. This Wrapping is the Golden Nugget, ladies. It's the beauty the tip man. of the week. I have a gazillion and I can't wait to share. I've learned from some of the greatest people in this business. I've learned and taught myself. I've obviously have a widely successful, worldly skincare line. But anyways, Cashmere you guys, Collections. Cashmere Collections, yeah. It is the bomb. It is very – you guys join the community on Facebook because we do a lot of giveaways there. But anyway, Vaseline on a cotton square removes makeup better than anything. There's all these fancy eye makeup removers, um, although I did create a foaming face wash from Cashmere to remove all makeup, including eye makeup, including waterproof mascara. Um but if you don't have that, um, you can just use a cotton square with Vaseline. It's super hydrating to the eye. I would wipe off the excess. Um, and I wouldn't do this and leave the excess on there every night, just a couple times um, a week, because it can give you these little melia spots underneath your eye. Which So is that before you use a face wash or after you use a face I wash? I would um, what I would take off the makeup with the Vaseline first, use first? a face wash, okay. yeah, and then it kind of stays. The and then use the face wash. Yeah, and then use a face wash. Right. Right, right. I like I like everything off my face. So you don't recommend it though for for a man to wash his face and then use Vaseline to hydrate. No, no. I don't think that's a okay. good idea. Thanks, right. love. Yeah, I um I don't like like eyelash extensions or hair extensions. That's why I have a wig. Yeah, I like everything off at night. My poor husband's like, damn, I, I feel like I got another woman in the bed at night than I did during the day. Um, anyways, also a big trick for me as I am getting older is Vaseline on your hands at night. My nail tech told 
told me this. It's super hydrating. I know you think like, ew, gross. It's going to get all over my sheets. It doesn't. Take a little bit of Vaseline, rub it all over your hands, all over your cuticles and go to bed. You'll wake up like, oh my God, your hands will look so good. And I don't think we all realize in our pictures that hands do really tell your age. And I wasn't really big on putting sunscreen on my hands throughout all these years. So. Right. So if you're young, know that there are certain areas of your body that show age quicker than others. I've learned that from my wife. Thank you. Neck and hands, baby. Yes, neck and hands. So if you're young, take the extra 30 seconds, put the sunscreen on your You'll hands. You'll see my daughters literally bathing in sunscreen. Right. Only like four or eight, four or eight on their chest because I didn't take care of my chest. Chest. I didn't take care of my neck. My face looks like I'm 20 years old because I would put 50, I've put 50 on my face for 20 plus years. Um, But nobody ever said like, oh, don't forget about your neck and chest or my hands. So anyways, that's what laser is for. But we'll talk about that too. Yep. Um, all right, you guys. So I'm closing this out. Thanks so much for tuning in. I look forward to this weekly on a weekly Wednesday uh, podcast. Don't be tardy. Subscribe. I guess there's a lot of yes. Uh, hit that subscribe button right yeah. now. But there's a lot of. I want you guys to make sure that I will post on my Instagram the correct photo, the podcast one, um, and because I I did realize I guess tonight through my assistant that when you do go to well, if you're listening, you found it. So oh, make I, guess sure, right. yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Duh, sure. that's kind of dumb. Right, right. But make sure you subscribe, Lisa. But if they were well. Do you have to subscribe to listen? I guess you have to subscribe. No, you don't have to subscribe to listen. You can find it, listen, and not subscribe. So please subscribe. That's my thing. There's a lot of... We are we are obviously exclusively on Podcast One. Uh, please subscribe. Please leave us a review. Uh, and yeah, then, you guys. And leave me questions on your review, too, no, or go to my Twitter. Go to Twitter. Uh, well, so what Kim's going to do to get uh, these fans interacting is she's going to do an Instagram post once a week uh, that'll that'll go to her Twitter as well, where we say, you know, fan questions or something that you'll know it's for the podcast. Submit them and you just may be called out on our podcast. We'll say your name and where you're from and what your question is or what you want to know or how you or the topic you want us to talk about. And you will be part of our podcast through that avenue. So make sure when you see that on her social media that you participate. And uh, we're going to do some fun giveaways. It's going to be super, super fun. How do you feel, babe? That's your first No, it's so insane. I, I really sat down and I was like, I feel podcast. really right doing this. And then yeah. Brandon sends me a picture of two rainbows. So now I'm going to buy a lotto ticket, That's y'all. Amazing. Anyways, um, I love you guys. Thanks for all your support. And definitely, um, you can also email Kim at KimZolciak.com any questions. And we will sift through them and try to answer as many as we can. Um, I think this is a fun way to engage and answer a lot of your questions that I don't get to answer um, every day. You guys, it just, you're, you know. There is so much information in this big, beautiful head over here <laughs> that you guys. And are I'm wigless. Be, oh my god! And you guys are, you know, listen, listen, listen. She is so knowledgeable. Uh, I mean, she's an amazing woman. She's created and manifested so many things: businesses, shows, you know, companies, relationships. I mean, just she is. You know, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't attracted you if we didn't have similar thought process. So and that's why our marriage is very successful. Yes, it is. Um, Okay, you guys. Anyways, we could get all lovey-dovey because I'm sure this is going to happen a lot because I could just suck his face right now. Thank God there is no camera here and it's just a microphone. But anyway, um, we'll see you guys uh, or we'll chat with you guys next week, Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Good night. Good day. Good afternoon. Thanks for listening to Don't Be Tardy with Kim Zolciak-Bierman. Catch new episodes every Wednesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.